0: Life Audio. It's important to realize that we all have filters when we read the scriptures. Who you are, your background, if you've had trauma, if you've grown up in a single parent home, if you've been in America or another country, we all have these filters organically. It's just who we are. And there's a uniqueness to that that helps us understand the scriptures for sure. But what if there's things that we don't understand because of the filter that we're using? We're going to talk about that today and more. Stay tuned. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, and today we are continuing our study on God's word and the spiritual discipline of study, and we're diving a little bit deeper into what that means. So I pray that this blesses you. What does Jesus say about this? Well, in John chapter 8, verse 32, he says, You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So what is the truth? Well, the truth is God's word. Um, If you feel far from God, well, are you far from God? What's the truth? The truth is that God says in Deuteronomy 31, 6, I will never leave you or forsake you. He will never leave. That's the truth. You might feel one way, but we know the truth is something different. Do you feel you know, like you're unloved. The truth is, is that God says in all over the place, but I'm thinking specifically of 1 John 3, 1, see what great love the Father has lavished upon us that we should be called children of God. You are loved with the lavish kind of love. So you feel like no one cares? Well, the truth is, is that God says, First Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxiety on me because, well, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. The truth is, is that there is something that this world will say in opposition to what God's word says. And the truth cannot set you free if you don't know it. It says you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. If you don't know the truth, you're not going to be free. The only way to know it is to get in it and to study it. I think sometimes what happens is we as believers can rely upon some of these mountaintop experiences. Maybe maybe it's a mission trip or a particular worship event or a conference. And so we have these experiences where we feel really close to God. And in those mountaintop experiences, we just feel like, okay, we're growing, we're hearing from God, and we're just at the top of the mountain. And then inevitably what happens Is we come back from that mission trip or that conference or we go to a regular church experience versus a worship experience or something. and, And we start to experience God in the everyday of our lives and it feels different. And if we're not careful, the temptation is to start seeking mountaintop to mountaintop instead of getting into a relationship with God in the valley. Because God is very much, just as much present in the valley as he is in the mountaintop. What is the difference? The difference is how we feel. But study takes us from a place of how we feel, and it propels us into a place of what we know. And so, and you know, let's be honest. If you're at a conference or on a mission trip, there's a high likelihood that you were doing intentional study of God's word. You were meditating in God's word. I know a lot of missions trips that I've been on, that I've led. We have devotional content before we go, while we're there. When we come back, and maybe it's part of the mission trip, maybe it's because you're renewing your mind with God's Word. Um, Same thing with conferences. Sometimes there's some intentional study. So how much of it is the experience that you're having, the people you're with, the presence of the Holy Spirit in that worship service, and how much of it is the fact that you're renewing your mind on God's Word? We don't have to reserve that interaction for just those mountaintop experiences. So what is study? Really, in all... Simple terms, study is just paying careful attention in a certain direction. There's uh, a saying, I don't even know who said it, so uh, if you know, email me and I'll credit them. But there's a saying that says, you steer where you stare. You know, when you're driving a car, um, if you look out the window and you start looking over there, guess what? You start to drift. It's same thing in our spiritual lives. You steer where you, you stare. Wherever you concentrate, that's where you're going to go. That's the filter you're going to start seeing things through my daughter, all three of my daughters actually have had this project for school where they have to do this tree project. They have a tree unit in school. And one of the things that they have to do is identify 25 trees and they use the bark and they use the leaves and they, you know, it's this whole thing. And we have moved to this house that we're in now between the time that my middle daughter, my older my older daughter, my middle daughter did this project. And when my youngest daughter had to do this project and so we've been in this house about seven years and she says okay I have to go identify all these trees I'm thinking 25 trees okay well and we live on the edge of the woods not a big deal okay well 25 trees is a lot and and we had to be really intentional about figuring out the different kinds of trees but you know what happened I started recognizing the trees and understanding them differently after this project, as did the kids. Now, I don't know if they're going to remember the way I did because this is the third time I've done this project, but now I know the trees were in my yard. Were they in my yard before? Well, yeah. They didn't just pop up overnight. They've always been here. They've been here for seven years. Did I see them? Well, yeah. I saw them. I knew that they were there, but did I understand or recognize them? Nope. Not at all. Now I do. Now I know the difference between the pine trees in my front and the pine trees in the back and how to tell the difference and the different kinds of apple trees that we have and the different kinds of pear trees that we have. Like I knew that we had them. I see them every day, but there's a difference when you studied them. Same thing happens when, think, for instance, when you read a self-help book. I'm not sure if you're a reader or not. I guess the same could be said if you are doing research on, nowadays people do research on YouTube or TikTok even. When you are researching things, um, there's an algorithm. This is the interesting thing. I'll get back to the book section in a minute. There's an algorithm on the social media platforms and YouTube and things like that. And I noticed there's a huge difference, I'm sure you guys have noticed too. If you go on my TikTok, yes I'm on TikTok. I mostly use it for clean talk because I like all these tricks on how to clean my house. But if you go on my TikTok, all you're gonna see is videos of cleaning hacks and recipes and um fun holiday things to plan for your kids. If you go on my husband, who just joined TikTok, if you go on his, you're going to find hunting, you're going to find grilling, you're going to find some home improvement projects, things like that, because there's a filter. There's a filter through the things that we've been intentionally studying. That's what gets into our mind, that that algorithm is like a filter. It's very much like this with our brains. And so what I'm trying to get across is that there is this element where, where some people will say, you know what, we don't need to do all that studying. We don't need to dig deeper because God can just reveal what he wants to reveal through his word. And while that's definitely true and, and God does do that, you have to recognize that the filter that we use... Affects how we read. You have to recognize, like with the situation with my trees, sometimes there's things there that we just don't understand until we study them. That is the heart behind the She Hears Bible Study. That's why I dive into the culture and the history, because it offers so much that we just gloss over because of our filters. So that's my prayer for you, that this week you would start to understand that we all have a filter, regardless of whether we think we do or not. I, as a white American female in, in the northeastern part of Pennsylvania, I have a different filter than even some of my counterparts in different parts of the world or even different parts of the U.S. My office that I work at for the missions organization I work with, they're on the West Coast. I have a different filter as somebody that lives on the East Coast versus somebody that lives on the West Coast. We have to recognize that by our very nature of who we are, who God created us to be, we have different filters, and that affects how we understand Scripture. So recognizing that and then setting that aside so we can look and see what the original content was for the original audience, according to the original author, that offers so much value to how we understand Scripture. Okay, we're going to take a quick break right here, and when we come back, we'll finish up our conversation on how our filters affect the way that we read God's Word. Stay tuned. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the treasure that is in your Word. We thank you for the ways that you call us to study you and to study your Word, and we thank you for the way that you reveal yourself through your Word, that it's not just about words that were written 2,000 years ago to somebody in in Palestine. These, These are words that were written that are living and active that affect our lives today, that affect the way we live our lives, that affect the way that we understand who you are and your nature and your character. God, you are so amazing, and we thank you so much for your word. I pray that you continue to reveal yourself through the pages of the scriptures as we continue to seek you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow, guys.